Hey, Owl Nation, and welcome back to another episode of the Owl Olympic Podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Majette, and I'm joined by my fellow interns, Bryce Gobert, Katie Kleinpeter, and Riley Robinson. All right, so we're going to jump right into this podcast with some tennis updates. So women's tennis just ended their spring break with a 4-0 to win at Wingate University, which is their ninth road win on the season. And they are only one win short of tying the program record set by the squad in 2011. Now, this is the end of their no-conference portion of their spring schedule, but they are now competing in the ASUN conference play for the rest of the season. So that's pretty big. Now, men's tennis is also doing great. They beat Wingate 4-1, to one, and they're now beginning their A-Sun Conference play March 18th. They're set to take on Liberty University here at the Betty Siegel Courts, so don't miss out on that opportunity to go watch some men's tennis. Now, lacrosse is also doing pretty well this season. Midfielder Sienna Gore is now named A-Sun Women's Lacrosse Player of the Week for the third time this season, and this is her 12th weekly honor overall in her career. Lacrosse beat the Howard Bisons with a 19-goal victory with 14 players finishing with at least one goal made in the game, so that's pretty big. Lacrosse is set to take on Presbyterian this Sunday at 2 o'clock at the Fifth Third Bank Stadium, and you don't want to miss out on that opportunity to go watch a lacrosse game, so tune into that. Next, we have Katie with some track and field updates. So what's going on, Katie? Yeah, so the Owls have been pretty busy recently uh, in the track and field team. They've been in championship play First, they started at the A-Sun Indoor Championships, which were in Virginia, and then a couple of the girls moved on to the NCAA Championship, which was in Birmingham, Alabama. So I'll talk a little bit about the A-Sun Championship, which was back <clears throat> in on February 26th and 27th, um, which was a little while ago, but we haven't had a chance to talk about it, so I will give some details on that. Mainly, I'll let you know about the guys because they uh, were not in the NCAA championship, but they did do well in the ASUN championship. Uh, to mention some of them, there was um, Aaron Godwin, who had a school record in the 200 meter, and Coy Williams, who had a school record uh, in his mile run. He broke a school record that dated back all the way to 2009 by nearly 1.5 seconds, which is pretty, a pretty large feat. Um, some medal winners in the ASUN championships were Tyler Blalick, uh, Kevin Campbell, Aaron Godwin, Omar Diaz, and, Keish- and Keyshawn Franklin, to name a few. Um, key players in that but what I really want to get to in this podcast was the performances in the NCAA championships in Alabama two of our women were competing in that and that includes D1 schools that are in conferences such as the SEC and the ACC which I could imagine was an awesome opportunity to get to run in this was actually Sarah Hendricks second NCAA uh, um, championship that she got to perform in, but we'll get to her in a second. First, I want to talk about Jasmine Akins, who is a freshman at KSU in her sport. She actually comes from my hometown of Savannah, so this is sort of a shout out. She played sports at my Crosstown rival, but we love her the same because she's now an owl. Um, 
but she qualified to be in the NCAA um, championship, which was such an honor for her. And she finished this championship with a personal best mark uh, in the long jump, which placed her as a second team All-American um, which she became the fourth A-Sun female athlete and second owl to represent KSU in the long jump ever in the NCAA championships. So she should be extremely proud of herself. I'm actually going to get the chance to talk with her later this week. So I'm really looking forward to hearing how that experience was for her. And then going on to talk about Sarah Hendrick, who is quite often a standout on the track team and it is no surprise that she was <clears throat> honored at the NCAA championship she actually got a first team all-america honors which was the Kennesaw natives second time indoor first team all-american honor in the division in division one um, history for KSU which is a phenomenal phenomenal um, place to be in her career and we're so proud of her I it was so awesome getting to talk to her whenever I had the chance and so we're just really proud of those two late uh, women who really stood out for our school at the NCAA championship and they the track and field team will be going into the outdoor season in a, actually to, uh, in one day so they are going right from indoor to outdoor uh, which is full steam ahead and can't wait to see what they do for us in the next months. Next, we have Bryce with some golf updates. So what's been going on on the golf side of things, Bryce? Yeah, we'll start off with the uh, women's side of golf. They had their first uh, tournament this uh, actually over spring break, which would be the weekend before last um, at the Riverland and Classic, where they finished eighth as a team and tied for six. Um, individually. Overall, it was a pretty good day here for the Owls. They posted a 22-over score with an 886 combined through the two-day event. Um, Bella Kilb led the Owls, uh, shooting three over 219 over the two rounds um, and the third round as well. The score marked her second par, uh, second even par round in the event. She was tied for 12th on the leaderboard and finished second tied, uh, finished tied for second in par four scoring at 397. Uh, coach was very happy. Coach Thorne was very happy. So the, the team played well. It was, a rel, it was a round that more represented what the, the team believed was a normal scoring as a group. So overall, a good tournament there for the women's golf squad. Uh, their next tournament will actually be this upcoming next week here in Kennesaw. So if you want to come out and watch some women's golf at the Pine Tree uh, Collegiate Pine Tree Women's Collegiate Tournament, uh, that'll be March Monday, March 21st, and Tuesday, March 22nd. On the men's side of things, they've had two tournaments um, since we've been back. Their first one, February 28th and March 1st at the Coral Creek Club Invitational, where they finished 16th. Um, another good tournament there for, there for the men's golf squad. And then uh, the Tiger Invitational down in Alabama, they finished 15th as a team, another two-day event. This up, Their next tournament is also going to be this upcoming next week. So this one will be a three-day tournament for them. Um, March 20th, which is Sunday, March 1st, which is Monday, March 22nd, which is a Tuesday at the Linger Longer Invitational. That'll be in Edenton, Georgia. So if you want to go out and watch some men's golf, you also have that opportunity. But so far, teams are doing well. Uh, still looking for a little, bit, a little bit of improvement 
Um, we've seen what they can do with how good of a fall season they had, so they're just looking to pick it back up from where they left off. Great things and great updates, Bryce. Next, we have Riley with some softball and baseball updates. They started their season just a few weeks ago. So, Riley, what's going on with baseball and softball? Um, Yes, so the baseball and softball team have been playing for about a month now, and they are just now gearing up for conference play. Both of them are starting this weekend. And I wanted to start first with baseball. They had a very historic season to start off with. They are under new leadership of head coach Ryan Coe. So they are all very excited. They have more than 50% of their roster this year is new players. So it's just a new experience for a lot of them, especially the returning players with new leadership and a lot of new players on the roster. So this past weekend, they played UNC Wilmington and they just couldn't get anything started. They had a doubleheader this past Sunday, actually. And the first game they lost three to zero and the second game they lost two to zero. But They had a postponed game yesterday against Auburn as well. Softball was supposed to play them tonight, Auburn, but it was postponed just because of the weather the past couple of days. But as I said, they are gearing up for conference play this weekend. And I wanted to just point out a couple um, highlights of this baseball team real quick. We we all know about the ASUN preseason all-selection players of Tyler Simon and Cash Young. And – Simon has recorded hits in all four games last weekend, and he had a three-for-four performance at Wofford. And Cash Young currently leads the KSU offense in both home runs with three and RBIs with 12. So great performances by both of those A-Sun stars. And they will travel this weekend for a weekend series starting Friday against the Jacksonville Dolphins um, to start a sun play. And then going over onto the other diamond, we have the softball team who it's got out to a rough start with the non-conference schedule this season. They are seven and 13 overall. And as I said, they were supposed to take on Auburn tonight, but it has been postponed because of weather, but they are coming off of a double header from actually last Wednesday And so it's been a while since they've been on the diamond. Um, They split with Sam Houston. They won one game 13 to four and lost the other game four to five. So they'll definitely be looking to pick back up as conference play starts this upcoming weekend. And just a few notes by this softball team in the past few weeks. So Kiara Cooper did have a grand slam in their 14-3 victory over Sam Houston last Wednesday. This was the second home run in her KSU career and the second grand slam by an owl this season. So that's pretty amazing for this team. They are very hot in the batter's box. And I actually get the chance to talk with Kiara Cooper tomorrow. So I'm going to ask her all about her stance in the box, about just her, how she performs and what she does to be a great player as she is. Um, So also too, Melanie Bennett had 10 strikeouts in their last victory, and it is the most by an owl pitcher in a game this season. And she also leads the team 
with 58 strikeouts on the season so far. And she also leads the team with seven complete games, which, I mean, is amazing for any pitcher. I mean, I know softball, you can pitch three games in a row, but it's amazing for any pitcher to just complete a game. Um, She has completed 36 games for the Owls in her career here so far. And so just a couple of those um, little tidbits. But, yeah, they're gearing up this weekend. They actually do play at home. They play Jacksonville State, so the baseball plays Jacksonville Florida and um, the softball team plays Jacksonville State from Alabama, but they'll be playing here at Bailey Park. They have a double header this Saturday, starts at one, second one starts at three, and then they have one game on Sunday at noon. So definitely come out to support your Owls as they start conference play and hoping to turn the season around. Thanks, Riley, for those updates. As you guys can see, all of our spring sports are getting underway. They are all doing well this season, and we're looking forward to seeing more from them. Thank you for tuning in, Owl Network, and we will catch you next time.